We have a Ukraine scandal on our hands. The problem is, it has nothing to do with the president. That's why the Democrats are so fixated on this phone call, because they know that the Biden scandal is actually, as he would say, a big effing deal. And if the shoe were on the other foot, they'd be screaming that this disqualifies him from running for office. Bill Maher was right when he said this about Don Jr. It does sound like something Don Jr. would do. And if Don Jr. did it, it would be all Rachel Maddow was talking about. Yeah, I mean, you think they would say, leave Trump alone? Of course not. I want to tell you about our sponsor today, who is Patriot Mobile. Despite another fake accusation with no corroboration against Brett Kavanaugh, the left still wants him impeached. Robert Francis O'Rourke said he would confiscate your guns. Democrats want to push red flag laws, but exempt known gang members, and then finally continue to investigate attempted obstruction of an investigation into a crime that never happened. This is the assault on our constitution, rule of law, and liberty that your cell phone carrier is helping to subsidize. But Patriot Mobile is the only cell phone company fighting this insanity and donating to causes you believe in. With plans as low as $25 per month, get nationwide service with U.S.-based customer service. There's still time for you to get a Moto Z3 Play for only 5 bucks a month. But they're running out, so don't wait. And back by popular demand, they will waive activation on up to two lines, but only when you use the offer code BLAZE. Switching is easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze or call their U.S.-based team at 877-367-7524. That's 877-367-7524 or patriotmobile.com slash blaze. So Joe Biden's son, Hunter, he was a consultant and a board member for this Ukrainian energy company. It's a company called Burisma. And Burisma is riddled with corruption charges. Burisma came under investigation by a prosecutor for corruption. And then after they started that prosecution for corruption, what happens? Well, Joe Biden gets on the phone. He calls up the president of Ukraine and says, fire that prosecutor or else. And he admits he did this on tape. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had they were walking out to press conference. Said, "Nah." I said, "I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said, call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a <laughs> got fired. Well, if that's not a quid pro quo, I don't know what is. I mean, because remember, I thought the massive scandal with Trump was that he allegedly said, look, Vladimir Zelensky, if you don't investigate Biden, I'm not going to give you aid. Well, it turns out that's not at all what he said but precisely what Joe Biden did say. Joe Biden said to this guy, hey, if you don't stop investigating this company my son's on the board of, I'm not gonna give you a billion dollars in aid. We're told by everyone in the media that the phone call Trump had with Zelensky was extraordinary. That's the word they love to use. I've seen that word used in multiple articles because you know they all get their talking points from the same place. It's extraordinary. You shouldn't be focusing on that call, that 
call that Biden had with the president because Donald Trump had a phone call with the president of Ukraine where he said, maybe look into this. So stop talking about Biden who explicitly said, stop looking into this with this prosecutor or we're not gonna give you a billion dollars in aid. No, the problem really is Trump. And if you're elected president, would you allow the son or daughter of your vice president to serve on the board of an oil company uh, outside this country? Probably not. But I think that the problem that we've got, again, with, um, with this issue is that it's a distraction from the fact that, look, as far as I'm concerned, leave Joe Biden alone. Just leave him alone. Oh, just leave him alone. Oh, how I wish it worked that way. But unfortunately, that's not how journalism or politics work. You don't just you don't just leave someone alone because you don't think Democrats need to be investigated. I mean, can you imagine if instead of defending the fact that Trump didn't do anything wrong with Russia and made convincing cases? Can you imagine if instead, as Republicans, we were just like, look, just just leave him alone. Leave him alone. It's that simple. Just leave him alone. Sure, what he did was probably wrong, but the point is it doesn't matter. And in fact, the scandal goes deeper. Joe Biden was responsible for a USAID program that was designed to revitalize the energy sector. The energy sector? Well, who would benefit from a revitalized energy sector? Uh, a company called Burisma? Burisma was created by a man named Lechevsky. Lechevsky had served in President Yanukovych's government. Lechevsky then leveraged his position in the Yanukovych government to use state funds and form the company Burisma. But because of his corruption, the United States had started to raise questions. Interestingly, Burisma, right around this time, they hire Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden has no background in energy. It's an energy company. You would think that might be a requirement. He has no background in oil. He has no background in international politics to consult for this company on energy, oil, and international politics. And yet they paid him hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Author Peter Schweitzer has broken all of this down in his book, Secret Empires. He's seen the legal documents that show that Hunter Biden was at times making $83,000 a month in an area for which he had no expertise. Why would you pay someone that kind of money for something that they know nothing about? And of course, the answer is influence. If you pay a foreign official's family members, you can use that to control that foreign official, who in this case is Biden. That's why Biden is pretending he knows nothing about this. Have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. But alas, we know that's not true. How do we know that's not true? Because Hunter Biden told the New Yorker that that's not true. He said he did speak to his father about Burisma. His dad said, I hope you know what you're doing. That's Biden said that to his son, Hunter. And Hunter said, I do. Well, if you're going to be involved in a massive international scheme, you probably should get your facts straight. You probably should get your story straight. You know, I know this is a lot of, a lot of dense stuff and a lot of names that sound like sneezes. So if you're having a hard time keeping up with who's who, I want you to check out Glenn Beck's Ukraine special at 9.30 Eastern this Thursday. It's on October 3rd, 9.30 Eastern on Thursday on Blaze TV. So we have all of this potential for massive scandal and no House hearings, no subpoenas, no investigative piece from the New York Times, no calls from Democrats for Biden to step down from the race. Why not? When we had merely just reports of some whistleblower about which we knew nothing about, it was, oh, a whistleblower said something. We must impeach him. Uh, well, what did that whistleblower say? 
who was this whistleblower? We don't know, but we know Trump's got to go because it's a real big deal. Then Trump came and said, I, I did nothing wrong, and I'll show you the phone conversation to prove it. No, 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 that's not good enough. We need to know what this whistleblower thought about what the person who heard the phone conversation, which you just showed us, said about it. It's getting so ridiculous. The news is just fake. I mean, if Donald Trump, or hell, Donald Trump Jr. so much as had a phone conversation with the Russia, it was a massive scandal. But this, oh, just leave Biden alone. We need to get Trump. It is now illegal to say illegal alien in New York City. Yes, you can be charged $250,000 if the authorities hear you utter that word. Is this city out of its damn mind? That's what they're called, illegal immigrants. I like to call them illegals. Bill de Blasio, who, you know, abandoned his city to laughably run for president, has decided to return not to actually attend to the problems his crumbling city actually faces, but to criminalize words he doesn't like. The New York City Commission on Human Rights just released new guidance stating, quote, the use of the term illegal alien, among others, when used with intent to demean, humiliate, or harass a person is illegal under the law. Further, the guidance stipulates that harassing or discriminating against someone for their use of another language or their limited English proficiency and threatening to call ICE on a person based on a discriminatory motive are considered to be in violation of the law. Fines of up to $250,000 can be assessed for each act of willful discrimination and damages are available to complainants. De Blasio, you know, when you read 1984, you're supposed to think that Big Brother is the bad guy. You're not supposed to emulate him. This is an affront to the First Amendment. How, how is criminalizing the use of a term, a legally recognized term, I might add, not profoundly unconstitutional? And the answer, of course, is that it is. But the Constitution and laws don't really matter to them, do they? No, the Constitution and laws only matter when they can be used against political enemies. At the same time that the mayor of New York City is turning legal definitions for people into hate crimes and wrong think, the states of New York and New Jersey are ignoring ICE detainer requests and allowing multiple accused child rapists to go free. Yeah, forget about the victims. Forget about them. Forget about the people who have had their lives changed because of the hands of illegal immigrants. We have to make sure we aren't hurting those illegal immigrants' feelings. So, you know, it's lawlessness when it comes to what illegal aliens can do, but tyrannical control when it comes to what you can say about them and in fact, how you refer to them. I mean, can someone just explain to me how this would go down? Help, help, help! I just saw an illegal alien raping a child. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What did you just say? Did you just call him an illegal immigrant? All right, pal, you're under arrest. We don't talk like that in this city. I mean, this is madness. I can't think of a single good reason to ever release someone ICE is trying to deport, especially not when that person is accused of sexually abusing a child. I challenge every single leftist out there, anyone who really believes that state and local governments are right to ignore these detainers so that a potential child rapist can go free. I challenge those people to take a step back from the immigration debate, look at who they are helping and who they are hurting, and then tell me they still believe illegal immigrants are the good guys here. Tell me that you honestly believe that the priority should be criminalizing speech. How will they even enforce that? 
Wait, is, is de Blasio going to wiretap the entire city? Sorry, gotta ignore these detainers. We're busy being the thought police. From July 1st, 2018 to June 30th, the New York Police Department received 2,916 so-called detainer requests from Immigration and Customs Enforcement. The detainers asked the New York Police Department to hold a person past their release date so ICE can determine whether to take them into federal custody for deportation proceedings. The New York Police Department denied all of those requests. So New York City is a cesspool much worse than it even was a few years ago. And it's easy to see why, because the police are being directed by morons who don't care about the people they're supposed to protect. I mean, you're telling me that the biggest problem, you're telling me that the biggest problem Mayor Bill de Blasio has on his hands is that people are using the legal term for people who have come into this country illegally. And when it comes down to it, who's the one who suffers? You are the ones who suffer. You are the ones who won't be able to protect yourselves or your kids because it's gonna spread. Oh, it's gonna spread. These people don't just stay in New York City because they don't wanna live there because it's a dump. So you are the ones who are going to be victimized by the scourge of illegal immigration. So Mayor Bill de Blasio, I say shame on you, shame on you. And let me make you this guarantee. I will never stop calling them what they are. And that is illegal aliens who should not be here. They are illegal aliens and they should be deported far, far away. And then we should finish the damn wall so that they can never come back. I will never comply with your Orwellian demands. You will never prevent me from speaking the truth. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.